Welcome to the Boss Podcast. This podcast provides today's sellers with sales tactics that will help them to reach their goals. Your host, Mark McGinnis, brings you diverse guests, high-quality discussion, and valuable insights on every single show. Mark is the author of Tactical Pipeline Growth, as well as an in-demand sales trainer and coach for B2B companies all over the world. If you want to be better at outbound sales, you're definitely in the right place. Now let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the Boss Podcast. I'm Mark McGinnis. I'm running solo on this week's show, and I'm keen to share with you my number one play on LinkedIn. It's been my number one play for well over five years, and it remains my go-to today. So this is the thing that I use the most. We're creeping up to nearly a full year on this podcast, and I'm finally starting to feel like I know what I'm doing and that my guests and I are delivering some really good, actionable strategies that salespeople can use. Some recent notes, Aaron Evans was absolutely awesome with his qualification tools. The LinkedIn king, James Watson, was super cool with his personalized image marketing. And of course, the secret automation rep from back in mid of 2020 was good as well. But my goal here on this podcast is simply to help as many everyday sales reps, everyday sellers of all sizes be a little bit better in their outreach, a little bit better at LinkedIn, a little bit better at goal setting or whatever, because selling is hard and we all need as much help as we can get. In order for me to do that is to help as many people as I can, I need to grow this audience so as many sellers as possible get to hear this podcast. As it stands at the moment, I'm posting episodes on LinkedIn and some people are engaging and resharing, and that's great. And we've built up a really strong network of solid followers. But in order to really grow, we need to work with the algorithm of the podcast guys. And in order for me to do that, I need reviews and ratings to get pushed higher up into the suggested lists of other people who listen to podcasts. So if you're listening to this, please do me a favor and rate and review this podcast. It'll help me get in front of more salespeople, salespeople just like you, and it'll help me get access to more valuable guests, which will mean I can bring really cool stuff to you. As a bonus, if you choose to do a review, send me a screenshot of that review and I'll send you a copy of Tactical Pipeline Growth version two as a thank you. Simply send it either through LinkedIn, through my DMs, or directly via my email, which is simply mark at markmc.co. So today I want to share with you the easiest play on LinkedIn that 99% of salespeople are not using anywhere near the capacity that they should. I've been running this podcast for over a year and no one, no one has yet hit this topic. I don't really understand why. When I look back across the topics that we've covered, there's quite a lot about three topics in general. Connecting, lots of chat about connecting properly. Bill McCormick and I did a great episode late last year in 2020, you know, and it's all about should we send messages or should we not send messages? Should we personalize a message request or not? And lots of people have spoken about that lots and lots of times. The second thing that we've covered a lot is about your profile. You know, there's three big plays on your profile. It needs to be customer-centric or client prospect-centric. You need to make sure you've got a great-looking picture. You've got to have a good headline. You've got to have a nice background. We've been through all of that. And these things are important. Karen Tisdell has given us some excellent advice on more than one occasion, more than one episode. And, of course, we've had some really cool stuff around content creation, what to post on LinkedIn. The two of my favorites were, of course, Daniel Hakuli, who was actually the APAC LinkedIn content guy, so that was pretty cool, 
and Kate, the CEO from Lately, really good top-shelf tactics that you can use. So the things that most people have spoken about have fallen into those three buckets. And you can argue these are fairly foundational, and this is true. We get these wrong, and our time on the platform will be more difficult to be less successful. So yes, we must absolutely get those three pieces right. But no one's come close to what's my favorite and my most effective strategy on LinkedIn. I've been wondering when someone's going to call it up. Interestingly, this is also the most used part of LinkedIn. It seems many of us are overlooking this great strategy and how to use it. According to LinkedIn, and I couldn't find any current data, but when I looked a few years ago, according to LinkedIn, who viewed my profile is the most visited part of the LinkedIn platform. So let's face facts here. We're all interested to see who's interested in us. Nothing quite like it. When LinkedIn was a recruitment platform some time ago, people would look to see who and from what organization was looking at them so they could see who might be calling them or considering them for a job. So going to see who viewed your profile was a cool way to see whether you're in hot demand or no demand. Of course, the people actually calling candidates as compared to those who are viewing your profile was very, very low. But that didn't stop us from going back and viewing who viewed our profile. And today, this remains a really strong strategy. And as I said, a strategy that I've been continuing to use time and time again, but I think people are really underplaying. So what can we do with this information? Or what should we do with this information in relation to sales? So the first thing we need to do is regularly check who viewed our profile and use it as an excuse to reach out or to start a conversation. Now, if you have regular free LinkedIn, okay, you can only see the last five people. I think it's been a long time since I've had free LinkedIn, so apologies if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure you can only see five people. So depending on how active you are on LinkedIn, you might need to come back and check LinkedIn pretty regularly, maybe once a day, maybe twice a day. Most people that I see don't get five profile views a day. Most people I talk to, most salespeople don't get five profile views a day. The thing with LinkedIn is it's super reactive, right? So the more you're on LinkedIn and driving activity, the more people are going to look at your profile. If you're not doing anything, no one's going to look at your profile. And this is typically for most people, that is no one. So if you're going to start driving up the activity, you need to be able to be sure to go back and check those profile views regularly if you're using regular LinkedIn. If you've got premium or sales navigator, which I absolutely suggest that you should do if you're serious about using social selling in any way in your sales process, then you can see about 90 days worth. And the great thing is you can see who's viewed your profile and then we can use that as a conversation starter. In the case of people that you're already connected to, it's a good way to say, hey, Gary, look, you know, we've been connected for ages. I see that you came across a profile. I'd almost forgotten about you. What's going on? It just needs to be super conversational. I think this is where a lot of people get wrong. If it's somebody that you haven't connected with, here's the great thing. So we can go and ask for a connection request referring to the fact that we've seen each other's profile because they know that they've looked at your profile. And when you mention that, they know that you know. So they now know that you've called them out on it and it's going to be really hard or they're going to have a cold heart. It'll be somebody with a cold heart that then chooses to ignore you. So how does that work? So let's say Mary's viewed my profile and she's somebody that I'd like to be connected with. I would just say something like, hey, Mary, I see we've crossed paths here in the last couple of days. I'm really keen to be connected with more people in the marketing space in Sydney. Can we connect? Shall we connect? Let me provide a window for you to connect. That's it. So what I see is that most people connect with them. In fact, 
that strategy is too good. I get about 90% acceptance rates of the people that I say, I see we've connected and I'd like to be connected. So I don't do that for everybody. I only do that for people inside my network. And what I mean by it works too well is that we know that there's a bunch of people on LinkedIn who are lurkers and they do not, or they very rarely interact with you. They might have a good profile. They might be on LinkedIn regularly, but they don't use it to communicate. And what I find is I get those people to connect with me, no problem using this strategy because they see who's viewed their profile. They come and have a look at my profile. I can see that. I say, hey, so we cross paths, let's connect. They connect, but trying to engage them on any other conversation, forget about it. So really, we want to engage with people who are active. But if you want to grow your network, that's a great way to do it. The other strategy that I use, and is by far my favorite, is using a manual version of what the AI tools tell you to do using automation. So instead of using automation to overrule the manual piece, I'm using manual tools to overrule the automation. And I'll let you know what I mean by that. So using this strategy manually, it's actually significantly faster than the AI tools. And I know that sounds ironic, but because the automation tools are so focused on not getting anyone's LinkedIn profiles banned, doing this manually is significantly faster and more effective. So all I do is build a search function, and I use Sales Navigator, as I mentioned, but I build a search function inside Sales Navigator and save that. And typically, I'm looking for some of the key requisites. You could certainly do this in regular LinkedIn, but you can't save the search, and you'll have less search functionality. But thinking about Sales Navigator, this is what I do. So I might search for sales directors, VP of sales, general manager of sales, head of sales, group manager of sales, that sort of thing. So I select all those, and then I select first and second degree connections. And I do this because it allows for me to have a warm way in. If we're already connected, it's going to be really easy for me to start a conversation, right? If they're second degree connections, then clearly we're connected to the same people. So I could leverage that or ask for a referral or something like that. Then what I like to do is search by people who have moved jobs in the last 90 days. So this provides me with a great filter or, or and or people who are active on LinkedIn, which is pretty cool because obviously that's taken away all those lurkers. So to be active on LinkedIn, you need to have posted something, not just like something. Anyway, so if people are changed roles in the last 90 days, that means they've come onto LinkedIn and they've changed their profile. Therefore, they're somewhat active. I then search, and this is where it gets a bit personalized, but here's my example, for companies with between 50 and 1,000 people. So not too small because small organizations can't afford me. And not too large because large organizations typically have an inbound sales trainer or several arms of their sales enablement, and therefore, they don't have a need for my services or less so, and it's harder to engage them through this vehicle, through LinkedIn. I also search for private organizations. So what I mean by that is privately held. So I filter out anything that's listed on the stock exchange. Why is that? Because of the difficulty that I find in the procurement process. So the larger an organization is and the more public it is, the more of a pain in the backside that procurement process is. You see, I very rarely give out detailed proposals. I typically work from an email saying, this is what I'm going to do here. This is what you can expect as a result. This is what the fee breakup's got to be. This is how you pay me. And this is, you know, you get out clause if you like. And that's it. With those large organizations, the procurement process takes quite some time and it sucks up a lot of my capacity and it means that I can't help other clients. And they take such a long time to close, I'm better off not pursuing those. Now, I'm not suggesting that should be the same for you, but it just gives you an idea into the way that I'm thinking when I'm filtering these people down. Lastly, I'm looking for people that are in the current company for short term. So one to two, three to five years max. Why is that? My assumption is that those that have been in the organization for a longer term 
will have a low appetite to disrupt their company's current status quo about the way they go about sales. So if someone's gone SDR, business development, AE, et cetera, and walked through to the sales director, they're probably embedded in that organization and that organization's approach to sales. It's going to be really hard for me to engage them. If they've just come in from another organization one or two or three years ago, then they've probably got some experience around different sales strategies and would be more open in bringing different sales strategies into their new role, because remember, they've just been promoted, and for me to have a conversation. Now, this strategy will work with just about any professional services that you can think of because people that are promoted into a new role or come into a business with a new role are typically looking for new ways to do things and have high levels of appetite for disruption for the current system. So this is a good way to do that. Once I've finished that search, I press go. That's got to bring up thousands of names, but I then go and visit the profiles who can really quickly process that in Sales Navigator, right-click on each profile and open that up in a separate window. I don't need to go and look at their profile. I'm just opening them up. And I'll do 50 or 100, and that will literally take me five to 10 minutes. And I can do that while I'm having my coffee. And what this does is it obviously registers about 100 views on people's profiles. So they'll get a notification mark and get us your profile. In the old days, and so when I say the old days, 2016, I would get 75 people looking back at my profile, and I would get about 30 connection requests unsolicited. So I'd be able to add 30 new people to my network every day just by using this strategy. Now, it's much less than that. So I'd probably get five or 10 connection requests, but I do get about another 10 or 15 people looking at my profile. I can then go back to those people and see if they're interesting and then reconnect because I haven't looked at their profile in detail when I've viewed their profile, if that makes any sense. I've just opened it in the tab. Then this allows me to have three, four, five, six start of a conversation on LinkedIn with somebody new every day. And of course, some of them don't go very far. But guess what? Some of them do. And it's a really easy way for me to keep putting new conversations into my pipeline. Once they engage, we can then engage back leveraging that they've viewed our profile or we can leverage their second connection or the fact that they're in the new role. So how does that work? Once they engage with us, we can then engage back leveraging that they've viewed our profile and that they know that we did. So there's a, they know that we know that they know. Or I can leverage their second connections if we're not connected and try and get a referral in that way. Or lastly, the fact that they've got a new role. So there's a couple of ways in here. You know, my outreach might look something like this. Hey, Gary, I see we've crossed paths. I noticed you've moved to ABC recently, and I took a look at your profile. I hope you don't mind. Look, I'm always happy to connect with senior sellers, providing a compliment, telling anybody that they're senior is a great way to do that. So even if they're a BDM and IE, happy to connect with senior sellers. Hope you agree. Most people are going to connect. That's really easy. So this is so simple and so powerful. I just don't understand why more people aren't doing it. As I said, this is my number one play. I'm actually doing this now, have been for quite some time. We'll continue to do it for as long as it gives me 10, 15% return. It's really easy to do, and I'd suggest you do it as well. But there is a catch, and it goes back to those three pieces of foundation. Your profile needs to be super attractive or compelling, as I like to call it, to your target audience. Because if your profile looks like a resume or you look like a spammy seller, for whatever it is, and you're trying to engage with a whole bunch of people, they're just going to see straight through that. Because I've got sales training, sales directors think, okay, this is somebody that might be valuable at some point. So if you're in the L&D space, for example, you need to make your profile look attractive to those that you are trying to talk to in the L&D space. If you're selling into financial services, you need to look like a financial services expert so that they'll go, yep, that's somebody that's safe to connect with. That's somebody I want to have in my network. So if those ratios start to fall off, if you're visiting 100 profiles and you're not getting anyone view back and you're not getting anyone accepting your connection requests, then it is most likely 
that your profile is incorrectly set up for your target audience. Go back, adjust your profile, then go back and view another couple of hundred profiles. All you need to do is 50 or 100 a day. So if you view 100 a day, it's literally going to take you 25 minutes a week. That's going to give you 500 views a week. You're going to get a bunch of people looking back. You're going to be able to start conversations on LinkedIn. For those sales directors and sales enablers who see me viewing their profile once every two months, my apologies, but you now know why that is. And no doubt, I'll continue to view your profile every two months for Adfinitum. So there we go, folks. Get stuck in. Use the view. I call this the view for view strategy. So use the view for view strategy. Send me a message when it works. And of course, please, if you've liked this strategy, rate and like us on your streaming service so that we can get this into the hands of as many salespeople across the planet as humanly possible. Mark McGuinness, solo on the Boss Podcast. Till next time. Is your outreach getting you labeled as a spammer? What once worked in B2B outbound doesn't work anymore. The goalposts have moved, and so must your approach to sales. Sure, you might land the odd conversation or even a reply to an odd cold email, but is it scalable? Will it provide you with enough revenue to hit your yearly goals? Having worked with sales teams all over the world, we see what works and what doesn't. Our new POW coaching program provides sellers with access to the very best training available today. It doesn't matter if you're a team of 50 or a team of one. We have flipped traditional sales training on its head and allow you to learn in your own time and still get the important coaching help that you need. Grab all the details at markmc.com slash POW. How would you like an electronic copy of Tactical Pipeline Growth sent directly to you for free? You see, I need a little help and I'm prepared to swap you for it. All you have to do is leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts as it would really help other listeners to find us and it helps us find more great guests in the future. Guests just like the ones today that we had on. And of course, the better the guests, the better the sales strategies that we get. The good news is it'll only take you about 60 seconds to do and you can probably access the review function directly from the device you're using right now to listen to us. I'd really appreciate it. Simply leave us a review and then screenshot that and send it to me either via DM on LinkedIn or directly through my email and I'll send you a copy of the book straight away. So that's it for this show. Catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.